Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. This week's podcast is about unity and support, something I think that some of us are sadly lacking at the moment. One of the blessings of cancer can be the community that you are now a part of. And I've been thinking about this a lot because I've seen over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot on the news and on social media about, in politics in particular, but I think this plays out in so many areas of life of people really divided, people really attacking each other when actually I'm thinking difficult times that we've been through we think what we've been through in the last two three years and that's without a cancer diagnosis for everybody that we know has been through two or three years of the most horrendous times and I think more than ever we need to be thinking about unity and support for each other So as I was saying, one of the blessings of a cancer diagnosis can be the community that you are now a part of. It's the club that nobody wants to be a member of. But once you are part of that club, I certainly found such love and compassion and support from so many unexpected places that was really quite wonderful. I was diagnosed with inflammatory breast cancer, which you may have heard me talk about before. And it was a shock. I'm not saying that my diagnosis was any more serious than yours. I had chemo. I've heard people saying, oh, in some of the cancer support group that I'm in, oh, well, you know, you were quite lucky if you just had a lumpectomy or you just had ductal carcinoma in situ, DCIS, which is precancerous cells. It's not fully blown cancer. But I would say to you that the diagnosis of whatever type of cancer you've had whether it's a very mild form that is easily curable or if it's actually very life-threatening. The diagnosis, once you hear that word, the C word, it's always devastating to the woman or the man themselves, the patient and everybody who cares about them. We just know that once you've heard that diagnosis from a doctor, life will never be the same. But as I constantly say in a lot of the subjects that I talk about, it's not the event it's what you make it mean. And so there's two approaches that I've largely seen and there's no judgment here. I'm not looking down on anyone. I just find it really, really interesting how different people will react to the same event in different ways. And the example that I read about once was two children running into the sea. They're on the beach and they run into the sea, very excited. And a huge wave comes and overcomes the two children one of the children will absolutely squeal with delight they're exhilarated they think it's funny and they jump up and down and want that to happen again the other child may be absolutely terrified by this wave that's overcome them 
thinking they're going to drown, they're panicking, they're spluttering, and it's just an awful situation for them. Same event, different responses. And so, as I say, I think I've seen this a lot in the cancer world where it's not the event, it's what you make it mean. And so the first approach could be with a cancer diagnosis. Oh my goodness, poor me, I'm a victim and I am powerless to do anything about this now. Cancer is just one of those things. All I can do is trust my doctor. It's just bad luck that I got cancer and I'll probably get it again because I believe that it always comes back and there's nothing you can do. It's just awful. Or maybe a more helpful approach is the second approach, which I try to live by, which is I'm a survivor. And more than that, I now have a second chance of life. More than that, I now have a second chance at life. I can stop doing the things I don't want to. I can play the cancer card if I need to. If I really want to, I can say, no, I'm not well enough to do that or... I can't do that because of my illness. But I try not to do that too much. There's only so many times you can do that. But, you know, we all need sometimes to be just a little bit kinder to ourselves. The other thing I think is I can ask for help. I can change my lifestyle to give me the best chance of a long and happy, healthy life. I am constantly learning about how to make healthy choices because clearly what worked for me in the past isn't working for me if I've got sick and I want to be healthy and strong. I decided to choose if my cancer comes back and I really hope it doesn't but if it does I can beat it again. I've beaten it once and I can beat it again. I have very positive role models around me. People that I follow on social media, people whose books I've read, people who I listen to on YouTube and I choose empowering thoughts Thoughts that make me feel more positive. Thoughts that make me feel in control. The cancer community at best is full of generosity, love and support from sometimes total strangers. And that can be a wonderful, wonderful thing. But again, I've seen it not just in the cancer world, but in society at large. More and more division. And you can blame other people. You can blame the media. You can blame politicians. You can blame what's going on in the world. But at the end of the day, we all have choices that we can make and we can all affect ourselves and the people around us. And sometimes the huge changes in the world that are needed are started by, what do they call them? A lot of little acts, of random acts of kindness. So you do something nice for somebody, they might do something nice for somebody else. And I've seen it sometimes if you feel like you're driving in your car and you let somebody out at a junction And maybe you smile at that person. They may be in a really bad mood, but you don't need to cut them up. You can allow them to come in and it's maybe going to add (laughs) 30 seconds to your journey. But hey, who cares about 30 seconds? So if you can just do little random acts of kindness, smile at somebody, give somebody a compliment. You can always do something to make somebody else feel better. And maybe they may go on to make somebody else feel better as well. It may seem that I am eternally optimistic and I'll be quite honest with you, some days that's a struggle. But when I really think about what's important in life, do we really want to spend the rest of our life moaning and complaining about things that we can't change? We all have choices of how we live our lives. And sometimes when you're feeling a bit fed up, 
and you're wishing that you had more energy. You're feeling a bit lost, maybe stuck, maybe feeling uneasy. That is a great thing. If you are sick and tired of your new normal, as you call it, then great. Because sometimes that can be the impetus or the motivation that you need to make some changes. Because when we get comfortable and when we think things are okay, they're not great, but everybody's okay and comfortable and it doesn't hurt enough to change. That's when it's very easy to get stuck. That's when it's very easy to feel powerless and feel like you can't move on in life. If you think it's ready to move forward and you are ready to change, I don't want you to settle for survival mode, just coping. You are meant to thrive, to feel great and truly alive. And if you need any guidance, any sense of direction, or just to find some clarity in your life, you know where I am, I'm here for you. And so my Confidence After Cancer group that I have on Facebook, I have a website, I have a mailing list. It is a community that I think encourages this sort of positive thinking. It is a community that I am trying really hard to foster this sense of positive thinking and thinking about you can change, you can make your life what you want it to be. You can set goals for yourself that maybe you've never set in the past. You can decide that you're not just going to get older and settle for feeling okay but not great. I want your new normal to be great. I want you to feel alive. I want you to feel like you have a sense of purpose. And so if you're listening to this now thinking, well, that all sounds really wonderful. That sounds just what I need, but I really don't know where to start. Then reach out to me. I'm here for you. If I don't know the answer to the problem that you've got, I bet I know somebody who does because this has been my life for the last 15 years, has been studying health and well-being and happiness and just making the rest of your life the best of your life. You know, none of us are getting any younger. We're all got limited time on this planet. So why not choose to make the most of it? I know you don't want to settle. I know that you don't want to carry on feeling fed up. And if you're feeling like that, then that's great because you're ready for change. And if you're ready for change, reach out to me because I'm here for you. That's what I'm all about. So thank you so much for listening. It's always an honour that you're listening to my podcast. I'm so delighted that you're here for me and we've connected. Reach out to me. I'm here for you. And let's speak again very soon. Have a wonderful week. Take care, my love. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye bye.